tell me, are you going crazy because you have so many things you'd love to do and so many things you have to do and not enough time to do them? Hi, I'm Lena and today I'll give you some ideas on how you can organize your business and life when you have many passions and obligations. Welcome to the Multipassionate Compassionate Podcast with me, Lena Chevenkova. Here we talk about how to run your heart-centered business with grace and style and how to create a simple, happy, purposeful life around it just the way you want it. You're listening to episode 17. I think all humans are multi-passionate. Everybody on this planet has more than one thing they are interested in doing. But what I usually mean when I talk about multi-passionate creatives are people who have a burning desire to chase down the rabbit hole, things that have generally nothing to do with their job or what they study at the moment. You know, the people who have a day job, side hustles, play an instrument, study Shakespeare for fun, have a YouTube channel, take dance classes, write a book in their spare time, volunteer and still have the time and the energy to have some kind of a social life. If you are one of them, or if you want to be one of them, let me make one thing clear for you. Being multi-passionate has nothing to do with multitasking. Exactly the opposite. If you're wasting time trying to do many things at once, you'll end up frustrated and not being able to enjoy any of them. Especially if you consume and create at the same time. I'm not saying it's impossible, I'm just saying it's not efficient. And efficiency is something you absolutely want when you have many different things to work on and take care of. Here are nine tips on how to manage your time better so you have time for all your projects. My first tip is to focus on doing one thing at a time. You saw that coming, didn't you? You can either do it until it's done or for a limited period of time, like a Pomodoro session or for an hour. Focus is your best friend if you're multi-passionate. Focus is your best friend, period. You've probably heard that, but here I am saying it again. You can do anything you want, just not at the same time. Tip number two, batch, batch, batch. It's so much easier to focus when you have one major thing to do that day or even that week. For example, taking a solid chunk of, say, five hours of your workday to write scripts for all your YouTube videos will take you less time than trying to write one video each week. It's not just time though. The quality of your work will increase too because you'll have the time to put yourself in that blissful state of flow and that's the place where genius ideas come from. Here I have to say that batching is tricky when you are trying to learn a new skill so we're coming to tip number three, have a schedule. Use Google Calendar or any other calendar app you like to create a schedule for skills you want to work on and hone daily. This will give you the peace of mind that you are in control of your time and you know when to do what and for how long. Tip number four, create workflows. What do you do when you sit down to write a blog post? Do you have a clear path from an idea to a finished piece? To get good at many things, you need to streamline your creation processes. Next time you sit down to create something, document the process, analyze it, clear up the unnecessary steps and test it again. Use it over and over again. Don't invent the wheel every time, but improve on it whenever you need to. Tip number five, 
Create your toolbox. I had this phrase in a video by Ali Abtal. You'll find the link in the show notes. And I was fascinated by the idea. Ali gave an example with a carpenter and the toolbox he brings out when he needs to do a job. So do the same. Make a list of your apps, your tools. Dedicate a specific job to each tool. And when one of those doesn't do the job you want it to do, find a better one. For example, I use Google Calendar for planning the month, Asana for planning the week, pen and paper for planning the day, OneNote for daily writing, and so on. Tip number six, dedicate a place in your house for each of your passions. Even if you live in um, a tiny dorm room, you can appoint special places for the most of your activities. The simplest thing to do, the simplest example, is to use your desk for work only and your bed for relaxing only. But you can also choose to study at your desk, write poetry while sitting on a pillow on the floor, painting while standing using an easel on your desk, and so on. You get the idea. Keep it simple, but get creative. Tip number seven, and listen carefully because this is a really important one. Take care of yourself. If you're not healthy, fit, and full of energy, you won't be able to do all the things you love to do. Heck, you won't be able to do the things you have to do. So the following tips should be common sense, but here they are again. Sleep enough, drink enough water, get enough light. No, you're not a plant, but you're not made to live in a dungeon either. Avoid alcohol, move your body at least 30 minutes a day, talk to your friends and family, and occasionally take time to be idle and do nothing. Tip number eight. For each passion of yours, have an ultimate goal, a clear tiny goal, and something I call a minimal viable result. The best way to get disappointed and give up something you love is to set yourself unrealistically ambitious goal or no goal at all. Let's say you've dedicated time for creative writing this evening. Your ultimate goal is to be a published author. Your minimal viable result of for the month is to finish the manuscript of one short story. And your tiny goal for today is to outline one chapter. If you sit down to write with the thought, I want to be a published author, how well do you think your writing session will go? Yeah. And my last tip, tip number nine, is give yourself some grace. Even multi-passionate people need a day off every now and then to do nothing, break from routine and just rest. Whatever form of resting you choose, hiding out in your reading nook, Netflix and chill, or glitter bomb party in a local park with friends. Make sure you recharge those multiple batteries. You're going to need them for your next spell of hard work, creative fun, and general rabbit chasing of curious ideas. And this is it for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me and be with me today. And if you want more, you can subscribe to my weekly happy mails and get some good vibes delivered directly to your inbox every Friday. You can also catch up on past episodes and read through some of the happy mail on the blog. As always, all the links are in the show notes. Have a wonderful week and I'll catch up with you soon.